Good morning, Nashville. My name is Braden Gall, and this is the 440 for Friday, July 9th. Today on the show, why actually changing your opinion can be a very good thing. I have a request for all Nashvillians this weekend, but we begin with both sides of Nashville SC's performance on Thursday night at Nissan Stadium. The 440 is brought to you every single day for free, constructed by The Kingston Group, the website buildkg.com. Keep that name in mind, The Kingston Group. They are the people to trust with your home. And that's the Kingston Group's business model. It's why they've been successful for over 10 years. Go look at their work all over the website, all over the socials, buildkg.com. I promise you, they will not let you down. It's all about trust, and it's all about quality. Remember the name, the Kingston Group. All right, you diehard Nashville SC fans do not want to hear this, but there are two very different ways to look at SC's 2-2 draw with soon-to-be rival Atlanta United. And both of them are very true. Remember, two things can be true. Nashville SC was clearly the more superior team, had more scoring chances, were in a better personnel situation than their opponent, and were at home and still could not secure the win and three points, giving away the equalizer in the 59th minute. That's one way of looking at it. And a season-high 22,913 people showed up to Nissan Stadium on a Thursday night and were treated with a thrilling soccer match that saw plenty of scoring, plenty of scoring chances, and boatloads of drama, continuing a run of month-long entertainment that has been absolutely fantastic. Both of those things are true. Nashville SC carried a depleted roster into Thursday's match, but Atlanta was in worse shape. SC had two goals called back, correctly I might add, the first of which likely would have ended the game at 3-1 and broken the five stripes back. They also had 20 minutes of time to end the game playing a man up after Jake Mulraney of Atlanta picked up a red card. According to Wes Bowling of the Club and Country podcast, the expected goals for the night was Nashville 2, Atlanta 0.4. Needless to say, their defensive form will not make Gary Smith a happy man. And while one point isn't three, and it clearly was a missed opportunity, you also have to see the bigger picture and acknowledge what we are watching. We are watching a city fall in love with a new party. These soccer parties are fun, man, period. The music, the drama, the style, the unbeaten streak, it's all there. That attendance number is higher than two different Vanderbilt home football games in 2019, and we're about the same numbers to watch two SEC games with Missouri, one in which Vanderbilt freaking won, and the other against Kentucky. Those are SEC football games on Saturdays in the fall in the South. This is a soccer match on a Thursday night on a holiday week in July. As long as ownership continues to invest in putting a quality product on the field, the city will come out and continue to support you. I get it. You diehards are pissed off that we gave away two points. In a season where we've been giving away points exactly like this too many times. I get it. But as those attendance numbers continue to grow and the team continues to invest, this party will only continue to get bigger. And long term, that is an extraordinary and meaningful development. So off the heels of the Nashville SC match with Atlanta United, I'd like to make a small request of the audience. And I do think that a vast majority of you know that when you listen to this show, you're going to get some Nashville SC content. So you're probably going to get some soccer content. And hopefully you're learning a little bit about the product if you're not already a big fan of, of Nashville SC or of soccer of general. Here's what I would ask of you if you are not a big soccer fan. And obviously... We're going to be a heavy football show starting in a couple of weeks. 
But I'd like to ask of you all to give soccer a chance this weekend if you have not. There are so many reasons and things to watch and consume this weekend as a sports fan as it pertains to very high-level soccer. And so I think it's a good opportunity for you guys to just give it a chance, give it a look, and if you enjoy it, maybe that gives you another reason to watch some more Nashville SC soccer. So all I ask, give some of these big international matches a try this weekend. See what you think of the sport. See what you think of the game. So let me give you a couple of opportunities to watch some stuff this weekend. Just dabble in the sport. Dip the toe in the sport. And maybe then come back and become a Nashville SC fan. In the Copa America, which is the South America Championship, Argentina and Brazil, by far the two most talented and most powerful soccer clubs in South America, will play Messi on Argentina against Brazil at 7 p.m. on Saturday. So check that out. On Sunday, you've got the Euro Championship between England in their home stadium in London, Wembley Stadium, facing Italy, two powerhouse programs. England has not won a major championship since the 60s. And, and Italy is a, a premier program in the European League, so you're going to see two great teams in an electric atmosphere. So just give that one a try, 2 p.m. And then, of course, the United States Gold Cup group stage gets started on Sunday. That is, of course, at 7.30 p.m. against Haiti. Uh, again, the U.S. men's national team could be entering a golden era of talent, young guys that are all very, very talented. And, oh, by the way, Walker Zimmerman, Nashville SC defenseman, is on that squad. So just give it a try. What I'm asking is just give it a try. If you, if you like what you see in the Copa Championship between Brazil and Argentina, England and, and Italy, you've got a whole weekend of really nice, fun soccer to watch, high-level stuff. So give it a shot, and if you like it, it'll give you a reason to get into Nashville SC. That's all I'm asking. Just give it a chance. So you guys have heard me talk a lot on this show about revisionist fandom. Revisionist fandom is when your brain, all coked up on recency bias, does not allow you to remember what actually was happening at any given point in the past. The actual reality of a situation in the past. And I'll tie this into what I want to talk about today, which is about changing your opinions and that being an okay thing. Especially when new shits come to light, man. So I'll give you a couple of examples where I was dead wrong. I have changed my opinion and because of new information, I think differently now. And that it's okay to admit, hey, you know what? I was wrong, and my opinion has changed now. I thought Marcus Mariota should be the starting quarterback for the Tennessee Titans. Turns out Ryan Tannehill is pretty good. Nobody knew that at the time, so I'm going to need to see some receipts if you called Ryan Tannehill being the most efficient quarterback in the world when Marcus Mariota was still the starter. I need to see some receipts on that. And maybe some people thought Tannehill deserved a shot or that Mariota shouldn't be the starter. That's fine. But no one saw Ryan Tannehill's performance and production coming. But you know what? That's not my opinion anymore. I was wrong. Marcus Mariota should not have been the starter. It should have been Ryan Tannehill. Rick Barnes being hired as the Tennessee coach. At the time, the information that we had when he was hired at Tennessee was that he was a retread who could not get the job done, who underachieved at Texas. All that information at that moment was still true. So my opinion was... Eh, it's, a, it's an okay hire. It's a little underwhelming. Well, I was wrong. It was a fantastic hire, and Rick Barnes has vastly exceeded expectations, so I have changed my opinion on that, and that's also okay because we have new information. I would like to think that many of you who thought Philip Fulmer was the right hire as the athletic director at Tennessee and that Jeremy Pruitt was the right guy to return Tennessee to glory, I would like to think that many of you have now changed your opinion. That's one of those that I don't have to change my opinion on. It was obvious at the time that those were not the right answers. But you see how this works, right? It's just okay to change your opinion. Put your hand in the air and say, you know what? I was wrong about that. 
I thought one way based on the information I had at the time. This is what you pay me for, man. Now I have new information and my opinion has now changed. It is okay to say that. It's okay to say it in the media. It's okay to say that to your buddies. It's probably really good to say it in your relationships. It's a lost art to say, you know what? I was wrong about that. And lastly, as a reminder of sports being the greatest reality television show and journey that we all go on as fans, is that of course we deal with heartbreak and sorrow with our favorite teams, but you know what else we also get to experience? The Ryan Tannehill journeys, where we are pleasantly surprised by something we didn't expect or didn't know was coming, or no one knew was coming, and now we get to enjoy the ride because of something exceptional, something different that we didn't expect. Not only is it important to just be able to say, you know what, I was wrong about that, but half the time it's really fun to experience being wrong because guess what? The Titans are really good because of Ryan Tannehill. Your weekend docket coming up in just a second, but of course we here at the 440 are brought to you by the Kingston Group. BuildKG.com is the website. If you need a big project or a major remodel or a rebuild done on your home, there is only one name to remember, and that is the Kingston Group. It's about trust, it's about craftsmanship, it's about care, and it's about teamwork. Check out the website for their work. That's buildkg.com, the Kingston Group. Of course, this weekend, tons of fantastic international soccer. I've already told you about the Gold Cup on Sunday with the U.S. I've already told you about the Copa Final on Saturday and, of course, the Euro Final on Sunday. We also have the Wimbledon Championships. Of course, you've got the men's semifinals starting on Friday at 10 a.m. Central Time. And then the championship, the Wimbledon Final, starting at 9 a.m. on Sunday. In the women's singles, of course, you've got the Wimbledon Championship Final at 9 a.m. Central Time on Saturday. That will feature Barty versus Pliskova, number one versus number eight in the world. That's, again, 9 a.m. Central Time on Saturday. The NBA Finals swing back to Milwaukee as the Bucks will host Game 3 against the Suns on Sunday. That one starts at 7 p.m. Central Time. Thank you guys all, of course, for listening. I am so appreciative of all of you who have given this show a chance, so please share it with somebody. Please tell somebody, hey, you know what? The 440 solid morning short-form daily sports podcast that's keeping you up to date on all the things that are going on in Nashville without a lot of yelling and screaming and that's all we ask for. Just share the show. We do appreciate it. My name is Braden Gall. You can follow me on Twitter at Braden Gall, at 440 Sports, of course, on Twitter and Facebook, at 440 Media, on Instagram. Again, thank you all for listening. Please enjoy the weekend. Watch a little soccer. Kick your heels up. This has been the 440 for Friday, July 9th. The 440 is a production of 440 Media, written and produced by Braden Gall, music by William Tyler.